In the name of Jesus, amen. Martin Luther calls Satan God's fool because things for Satan always seem to be backfiring on him. Now tonight he does have a hold on Judas and tries to break up Jesus' disciples. Thinking if you break up the disciples, then our Lord doesn't stand a chance to gather anymore. I mean, who, who would want to follow a Savior who can't even keep his disciples together? So Satan used Judas to try to break Christ's community. But in the end, it's Jesus who uses brokenness to gather all men to himself. Now, in the gospel reading from tonight, we have an ebb and flow of things working, then things breaking apart, and then finally things being restored again. First, Jesus sends out the two disciples to prepare the Passover. And everything works exactly like Jesus says. Then things seem to break apart when the betrayal is announced. And as the disciples are concerned with themselves, saying, Is it I, Lord? What does Jesus do in order to bring them back together? He celebrates the Lord's Supper. You have a broken community in the betrayal, but then in Christ you have a broken body and poured blood to bring them back together again. Now breaking up the community is one of the oldest tricks that Satan's used. Try to get disciples to argue with one another. Try to get parishioners to fight against one another or turn on their pastors. Either way, there's collateral damage. Collateral damage that destroys the community. First by making the community only look at themselves or think of themselves rather than of Christ. And then second of all, prohibiting those who are looking for Jesus to actually meet him in his church. A broken community inevitably turns into broken people and broken lives who then have their relationship with Christ shattered. The wonderful and great news tonight, though, is, is that our Lord can play by Satan's rules and still succeed. If Satan wants to use brokenness to destroy the community, then Jesus will use brokenness to create community. On this night, Monday, Thursday, when Jesus is betrayed, on this night, when the community is shattered between God and man, our Lord sets out to break his body in order to keep the community as one.
Jesus, starting later tonight, will be beaten and bruised all the way up into the crucifixion in order to repair the broken communion between God and man. This is precisely where Satan's plan backfires. When Jesus' body is broken for you on the cross, Jesus enters into another aspect of the human existence in order to deliver us through it. The crucifixion, rather than putting Jesus farther away from us, actually brings us closer. It is in Jesus' crucified body that he joins our own brokenness so that our relationships do not remain broken. Jesus breaks his own body before he would ever break his communion with us, including all the Judases of the world. Notice he was at the Last Supper. And that kind of grace-filled life, the one who is willing to suffer the betrayal, that's what grace-filled life is, is given to you precisely in the Lord's Supper. It is in the Lord's Supper where the benefits of the crucifixion, Jesus' broken body and poured blood, are given to you. And how do we know this? Because in the second last verse, Jesus uses one word very powerfully. Truly. When Jesus dies, rises again, and then has the Lord's Supper with his disciples and us, he will truly, that means most certainly, give us a new life in his kingdom. In the Lord's Supper, Jesus takes all our betrayals, all our denials, and exchanges them for his life of mercy, of loving his disciples to the end. Which means that brokenness will not be the last word, but Christ's love will be. In the Lord's Supper, Jesus puts an end to all brokenness. All the hidden sins, all the backroom deals you made with the devil, stop tonight. In order to make way for Jesus' life of mercy, of love, and forgiveness. Tonight, we who are broken by our own sin or sins of others, will receive the broken body of Jesus and be made whole. It is at the altar where our Lord uses brokenness to restore the community to himself and to one another. The disease of destruction that plagues each one of us can only be restored by Christ at the altar where we are gathered as one. At the altar, we leave all our Judas tendencies behind and begin to create community. A community that's no longer concerned 
about whether is it I, Lord, but concern for others so that they may experience the life God has in store for them. So tonight, receiving the body and blood of Christ, we now are the body of Christ. Given to draw others into it. Given to stop destroying community in order to begin to restore, restore the entire world. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. <laughs>